0: Hey, welcome back. This is Colliding Worlds Radio. And if you want to hear us all again, you can either hear us tomorrow on Sunday or just wait for the podcast and we'll be up on iTunes. Join the conversation with us. We have a Facebook page. We have all kinds of things going. You can follow us on Twitter. Let's continue this discussion. We were having one offline, as they say. And let's pick it up. You know, you are an artist, pure and simple, you know. You're here to, you know, talk Mm. out loud, jump up and down, make some noise. Mm
1: -hmm. What makes you tick? Um, Well, that's funny you should uh, say that. I think that the thinking is possibly as powerful as the making. And a lot of the thinking goes into the work as you're working. A lot of the thinking goes in behind. And, I mean, the whole process of art is that you contribute to the culture that you live in, period. And it's also that you are aware of the culture you're in and that you uh, that you can participate by making an object for that culture or you can participate by using your voice, like here today, having this dialogue. Um, the reason why you're having me talk at your radio is because I make sculpture. But I don't have to just say, this is how I make the sculpture.
0: You know, yeah. and he, here's, here's the funny thing. Two things going on. One, other societies down the line are going to judge us by what we leave behind, mm-hmm. and that's our art. We have judged every civilization mm-hmm. before for us real? by what they've left there behind, and that's yep. their artwork, whether it's their dishes, yep. Yep. whether it's their paintings. The cultural
1: the, accumulation.
0: Exactly. Yep. I mean, and that's the important thing. The other thing is, is for me, the process of how the paint gets mm-hmm. to the canvas mm-hmm. or how, how the clay forms yeah. into this isn't as important as, you know, w- as the why behind it, mm-hmm. um, I keep trying to tell people, they'll come on. I want to talk about my brushstroke or whatever. I don't care no. about your brushstroke. No, stroke. It's a
1: re- live a really interesting life, and guaranteed you'll leave some interesting objects behind. That's sort of my philosophy. Is uh, and 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 reach into the community. Like uh, I was talking to um, a dude, I went in who plays trumpet, right, and uh, at one of my brother's gigs, and he said that. To be involved deeply in your community is where the art is and they're the ones he admires most. And that's really me too. I mean, to be involved deeply in my community is my soul and my centre of self, you know, Um, in my family and in my Joshua Tree community, my Orange County and my teaching community, you know. You there are so many artists who work in a
0: vacuum, mm-hmm. and there are other artists who you know, who are knee deep into it, and whatever mm-hmm. they're doing, whether they're teaching, wh- yeah. but, or they're just interacting with their community. Yeah. There's an, also an interesting dialogue that takes place, not just in terms of gender lines, but mm-hmm. in terms of art. We mm-hmm. and I, and this has also been a pet peeve of mine, where we talk about arts and crafts. Mm-hmm. Arts and crafts. When you were a little kid, you went to arts and crafts. What made one an art? What made one a craft? If I color the bead with my crayon, is it now an art or is Mm -hmm. it a craft?
1: Yeah. And that's the thing where commercialism now has replaced the word, I think. Then now the dialogue isn't about um, what is art and what is craft. The dialogue, I think, has now come to what is uh, fine art or truth and what is commercialism. That's sort of become the dialogue that the artist struggles with now. More than medium, you know, because uh, the media can be anything. Like I work in, I teach bronze, you know, that's what I taught for years. So I can do from fine art bronze to making vessels. That's irrelevant. But I know how if I'm going to make one thing for a commercial purpose, then that's a commercial dialogue. And then the other thing for my truth and line that I'm walking as an evolving artist, which has usually got to do with materials because my thought process is going to be interesting anyway because thank goodness I'm interested in reading and learning about the world, listening to other people. That's going to make me interesting. So there are two journeys now that the artist has to be aware of. And so are you going to put your hat on in the commercial world? Then it's a tricky road. You can also do another job. And make incredibly interesting art, you know so and, yeah. and,
0: okay, now here's the thing too is that art i uh, I've always believed that you just don't sit down one day and go i'm gonna make art <laughs> yeah. um, it doesn't work that way yeah. um, I started. Mm. I, I came back, I kept coming back to this career. Yeah. I went through a few others. Yeah. But, but you sit in front of, whether it's a canvas or whether I sat yeah. in front of a stone mm. or I sat in front of a piece that I was going to turn into something, mm. it's going to tell you what it wants to be. Mm-hmm. Now, whether it's, quote, commercial or not is another story. Um, is it commercial because somebody wants to buy it? Or well, no, is, it's not know, even it's,
1: about that. I think it's about whether or not it's commercial in the sense of, are you growing from one piece to the next? Now, if you're going to repeat the same pattern and uh, keep keep in line with what you're doing, say you're a wabi-sabi potter, okay, so everything you touch is beautiful. There's a beautiful commercialism in there and there's, I wouldn't put it in craft. I put it in commercial art because you're making something to sell to the public that has a sense of yourself in it, right? So what I'm trying to say is is that you can't really understand that question until you're busily working in it as an artist. You can't stand back from it.
0: You know? Well, here's the other problem that we come across in that whole dialogue, functional versus non-functional. Oh,
1: yeah. You could stick it as anything in anything to make it functional. I mean, how many times have I been making six or eight-foot vessels and somebody goes, well, what are you going to put in that? I'm saying, like, well, in my early days when I was intimidated by things like that, I'd say, oh, I'll stick a quarter in it and you'll get to New York, you know, when it's full. Like, I mean, you, you I don't care. A walking <laughs> stick, whatever. You know, here's
0: another thing. It's like not... Not everything has to be functional and not everything no. functional is, has you know, it c- can't be appreciated for what it is. Yeah. And I, I I, always laugh because I, you get that a lot mm-hmm. and, and there's
1: just... What sp- am I going to do with it? What do I do with this? Uh,
0: you don't have to do anything <laughs> to right. it, you know. It's... Um, it's kind of like people who work in who work in ceramics okay yeah. well you should be making a cup or yeah. a bowl yeah. which can be beautiful and yeah. non functional yeah. clayton bailey used to make i know clayton yeah. bailey's cups if you drank out of clayton bailey's truck yeah. then you are a tricky yeah. person because yeah. they were designed yeah. to dribble all over I know, you for real. but they're beautiful uh uh-huh. uh-huh. um, because i because i weave something it doesn't mean i have to wear it is it functional Not, and yeah. and you kind of crossed that line because yeah. you you're not tied to a particular i'm
1: anything. not tied, and i 'm not 'm not tied to a media i'm not tied to a tradition i'm not tied to a gallery i'm not tied to anything which is really great because I make my income teaching Hundreds and hundreds of little children all over Orange County and in fact actually I was named one of their people of the year in 2015 because I got to so many kids all over Orange County after school enrichment program and stuck clay in their hands and each week I'd bring the project back and I taught them all how to make ducks and pigs. There's tchotchke everywhere that I've put in people's houses but that's how I make my bank. So when I'm making big sculptures, if I sell a sculpture for $22,000 and they come back and they want to buy three more, hooray, you know, I'm rich for a while and then I spend it all and then I'm broke again and I'm still working. I'm still teaching the little kids. So I'm not really interested in that. But does that make my work valid? Does that make me more valid? Am I afraid of not being remembered for my art? No, because any chick that's worth her game that's making sculpture, we don't even get good until we're 50. We are working hard. 60 yeah. is the new 30. Right. Well, I'm 54, and I'm just finding my groove. And when I look back and I worry if there's anything I'm missing out on, I realize that I've got it all, and I have no fear. That's yeah. th- you know, There's something about that when you get to that point
0: where mm-hmm. you have no fear and it not allows fear. you to do things that you never thought possible, which is just be yourself yeah. and just be creative. And whether you're remembered for your work or not, mm-hmm. it's not the key thing. The key thing is to be remembered because you touch somebody. Mm-hmm. And and that's kind of the thing where, as an artist, there's so much opportunity to touch somebody, mm-hmm. and there's and there's so much that you can leave behind. Yeah. But the important thing I think is, and if art's got to have a life, and it only yep. has a life if there's a dialogue.
1: And yep, and if you leave a piece that's of value to your culture then some you know me I'm useless at keeping my work safe and precious I mean I've got a storage container up in Yucca Valley full because they made me put my work in a storage container because I'd just smash it if I got sick of looking at it right so I've got like work from New York 30 years ago you know that's in there I think the thing is is that I love to have my work uh, built but when it's finished I love for my work to go somewhere else because then they're going to look after it. I don't look after my own work. The funny part is when you have
0: the work and you sit there and you look at it Mm -hmm. or or you have things that that haven't moved, they're still living with you, I tend to take them apart.
1: Yeah, I redesign them actually. I go and read. Actually, right now I'm in in the Highway 62 art tours. I'm in the middle of reinventing some works that I did like 15 years ago that I still really like, but I don't like the surface of them anymore. So, I've kicked them all back and I'm using what's called room temperature glazing, aka oh. marine paints. Yeah. You know. yeah. I, I go to the hardware store and, and yeah. they follow Home Depot. me.
0: And oh my God, they follow you around and they go, what are you going to do with that? And I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm going to do this. And they're like, uh huh. And mm-hmm. every once in a while I say, oh, I'll buy something and it needs to be cut. And yeah. they're like, and I'm not, I'm afraid of the bounds, off. So I can oh, usually wheedle somebody into yeah. helping me cut them. Yeah. But there's, I look, I look at so much material and go, oh my God, this could be this, 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 yeah, this, 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 and this. And I nature. also look at things and I go, it doesn't have to be, you know, 36 by 36. No, no,
1: no, no, no. And if you come up, I hope you guys, whoever's listening comes up to the art tours and says, because what I'm doing for this tour is I'm building work in place. With a big kiln, I've got a flat pack kiln, meaning that I build the work around the kiln. So if say if you want me to build you a sculpture at your house, I come to your house, I see your environment, I build the work in place, I put the kiln around the work, this great big kiln that my boyfriend Rob built me and... um I fire it up on, on play, in place if you need me to on your property. So on my property right now, on the two and a half acres we've got, I'm actually like Noah Purfoy influences me that way. I'm building my work in place. These big things called the desert abundance bowls. And so they're abundance bowls meant to hold water and air and environment. And uh, that's what I'm working on.
0: I think it's fun to always be a challenge to yourself. And I want to remind everybody, Mm -hmm. we're talking about the Highway 62 Tours. This is the 17th year that they're doing it. Uh Um, It's going to be October 13th through 14th. And again, October 20th through the 21st. -hmm. If you need more information, you can go to highwayhwy62arttours.org. And if you want more information... About our guests i 'm telling you the work is challenging she 's amazing, but her website i 'm going to spell it it 's c like cat y like yarn b like boy e like elephant l like love e like elephant at at here we no, go c y b e l e r o w e dot com you can get a better sense of what we 're talking about, but until you see the works in place, you don 't really understand. The artist behind this is one of the most interesting people I've met in a very long time. Aww. And what I like about about
1: Bell, everybody calls me Bell. You guys can call me Bell. Everybody else just don't to. call me
0: late for dinner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what I liked, what I what I liked about you from the minute I met you was like, boom, it's out there in the open. Mm. There's a blunt honesty to you, and Thank a blunt you. honesty to the work. There's no artifice there. No. And and that's and the- what makes work, I think, much more interesting to me when there's no pretense you're not creating it because somebody might buy it if somebody buys it that's awesome if they don't that's cool too i
1: walked past that one a long time ago that was a yard post that i think a lot of artists should just
0: avoid and when you when when you when you allow
1: yourself to be yourself Mm. the work is genuine and that's what's important and joyful you enjoy doing it you're not like having a bad time (laughs) there's no such thing as a bad time when you're an artist people
0: (laughs) and the highway 62 tour is going to be kicking up we're going to be talking to some of the other artists as we Mm -hmm. go along this is colliding worlds radio we're going to be back next week catch the catch the ipod catch the itunes catch this catch that catch the hashtags whatever dude have a great (laughs) week and you know what we'll be back again take care